And welcome back, you bitches, to Don't Tell Dad, the podcast where we keep your secrets along with thousands and thousands of others. I'm your host, Ellie Dorn, along here with my father, John Dorn. Hello, everyone. And Stephanie. Hello. Stephanie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Are you from Grand Rapids? No, I am from South Lyon. It's a very small town, and it's by Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I've never, no, that's a lie. I've been to Ann Arbor. No, I I don't think I've ever been to Ann Arbor. What? Insomnia cookies, is that right? Oh, yeah. See, I've never had those. What? They have them downtown Grand Rapids. I know, I've never had them. I'm just not a huge sweet tooth person, so it's never like a huge, like, She's, I I've become worse. I know, and it's kind of a downer. Cause <laughs> yeah, because like, you're like... <laughs> I know, I'm like ready for like carrot cake or cheesecake. Hey, let's go get it. And you're like, nah, the best cookies ever. What brought you to Grand Rapids? What? What brought you here? Oh, it was kind of crazy. From South Lyon, like I never really moved around. And then I transferred, went to college at Wisconsin-Platteville. And so I lived in Wisconsin for a year. You like cheese? <laughs> it's weird because when I was there, I like repelled so much against like the the normalization. There. Yeah, of and I'm like, you guys have cowboy boots. Like, what is this? Like, you guys live on farms. Like, and then why I why did you pick that then? Why did I you so in that? high school, I'm I was a completely different person. I kind of just went with things. Like, if uh, it came in my path, I was like, you know what? I guess it to speaks happen. to me. Yeah. So. They gave me an offer, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll do it. And it was, everyone asked me, they are like, why would you go? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I just thought it was maybe like a... Yeah. Plus, I feel like it's kind of be like a once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah. You know, you kind of... sports? Yeah, I played... I still play volleyball uh, in college. Gotcha. She's okay. a big volleyball player. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And um, I think... we've had issues scheduling her. Yeah. She's got issues with volleyball. Yeah. And they don't like it. They think it's a club activity that I can choose when I go to practice. And I'm like, I'm on contract. Right, like this isn't just like a little fun extracurricular yeah, activity. They still <laughs> don't get it. They just don't you, talk to me about it anymore. It makes no sense though, because I mean, you're in college at that point. You'd think yeah. that they would be like, oh, okay. Like, no, I understand. Like, yeah, you right. have a life outside right. of it. Yeah. So yeah. wait, did you leave? Wisconsin? Yes. Yeah. So after my first year. No, I didn't. Yeah. I'm just, no, yeah, I'm still I'm living there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just visiting. <laughs> I went to school there for the first year and I remember we had a month and a half long Christmas break. And oh my I, God. During this time I was home and I'm like, I hate it there. Mm. Like, I don't want to go back. So, like, I don't feel like myself. And I had so many people at home that just made me feel like myself that when I was at home, I was like, oh, I need this to stay here. My dad, I remember he drove me the eight hours there to move back into school. And I cried oh. the entire eight hours. And oh. I was like, I was like trying to hide it. Like I, I was in the back. It was like that, like, like full on, like, yeah. okay, no, I'm okay. And they'd start coming again. You were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was dating someone at the time too, that was at home. So it was oh, kind of like, okay, I don't want to leave. But that. it was just overall, I knew that that place was just not for me like now I look back and I'm like I loved it like it taught me so many things but I knew I had to transfer because Mm -hmm. I went in studying graphic design and I was like oh I like this whatever and then it just didn't speak to me and I wasn't Mm -hmm. really good at it and so I'm like I have to switch my major I have to leave and I was so overwhelmed and then COVID hit yeah and it was so weird because it happened in like February and they're like, oh yeah, this COVID thing, like whatever. whatever. And I was like, okay, like we all thought it was a joke, and everyone there is very Republican. Like they're very like, oh, we don't care. Like this, we're gonna keep going and like do our thing. I was coughing in class. My professor singled me out and was like, you have COVID. Like (laughs) then seriously? Yeah, it was embarrassing, and I was super shy at that point too. So I was like, 
really no. embarrassed. Yeah. But <laughs> COVID hit, we got sent home. And then I, at that point, I was trying to figure out how I was going to transfer and I didn't know where to go. And so I called my club volleyball coach, who was my coach for five years. And he was like, okay, so there's a school called Davenport. Oh. And I think they have a libero like opening and I think this would be a good fit for you and it was crazy because mm. my freshman year of high school my sister and I went to a Davenport camp oh, and they fun. offered my sister and I positions on the team but wow. that was back when they were NAIA and when I was an outside hitter so mm. they wanted a 5'3 girl hitting outside and I was like you know what I don't, I don't think, think that's my, gonna work out yeah, my I dude like, I don't think my knees can handle this so I was like that's decline. a lot of yeah and so when I heard that Davenport was an opportunity I was like this has to be meant to be so then I ended up working out and now I'm here wow. and I've been living here since so wow. it's been like three years perfect and you're much happier here than your family oh, yeah. is here they're still like they're actually all over the place okay. like my mom just moved somewhere like down river with her boyfriend and she's just now actually selling the house we grew up in, oh, which wow. is kind of crazy because that was our like, that's it. you know, childhood home. But wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sold or it's being sold. What? It's, it's oh, sold. it's being sold. 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 Yeah, sold. she's sold. still finishing up the renovations and then uh, yeah. getting it on. How, how are you with that? Well, when I moved to Platteville, I kind of just like took all of my stuff and uh, I kind of viewed it as like, okay, okay I'm moving. This is on. mine. Yeah, and mm. I didn't really have like trouble hearing that because I kind of cool. figured she was going to do it at Got some it. point yeah. I'm but, at some point it's bound to happen yeah my little brother and my triplet brother he they have had some sentimental value with the house yeah, so they're sure. very sad about that she's but, a part of a triplets yeah oh you're a triplet yes shut up yeah and it's kind of wow. cool because my triplet sister she plays volleyball at Lake Superior State so we play each other twice a year oh that's so fun yeah you play against yeah. each other yeah and that was like give each other like well it's crazy because we played on the same volleyball team for all through club and we thought it would be well for me I thought it would be very similar to how when we played together but when we're on opposing teams and it's like a collegiate match like she just like acts like she doesn't know me at first yeah. and I guess like that helps yeah. with right you know, but I'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> we'll be playing like every single time we've played we look at each other and we just start laughing like mid play <laughs> like we oh. and it was so funny yeah I have a little brother Matthew who is two years younger than me okay and then I have an older half brother who's 32 wait no 33 actually and he lives in New York What's his name? Zach. Zach is where Zach. He was living at the family home, okay. and now he lives in an apartment with my little brother. Actually. Oh, fun! I think that's fun because I don't know living with your sibling like. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't work for you. Yeah, time. I've been giving him like my little brother some advice. I'm like, you know, it's way different than just any regular roommate because this is his first like, like, this is roommate, right? Yeah, and I'm like, you know, he's gonna have some off days. Like, I don't want to be overbearing, and so it's crazy because with your siblings it just comes so effortlessly right you're just like hey i feel this way i need you to do this for me so i can feel better Thank right. you. and then like and then, with a like, normal you know, person mm -hmm. i set a boundary and i immediately feel guilty yeah, and i'm yeah. like oh, well God. that or i feel guilty or i'm like okay if i do set this boundary like are you never going to talk to me again because of yeah. i set this boundary yeah and i've thought of that too but i've realized that if they get upset then they're truly not they don't respect you and they're not 100%. supposed to be in your life well and that and it's like okay you set that boundary and sooner or later if they're in the wrong they're going to realize they right come around Right. You yeah. know? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's been a struggle for me. I didn't even know when it existed until. My struggle is friends. 
<laughs> it's finding friends. If anybody hey, wants me. to be my friend and hang out with me, let me know. I was instantly drawn to you at Starbucks. So let me. That is the one thing that I was thinking about because, side note, everyone, Stephanie and I know each other because we work <laughs> together at Starbucks. What's crazy because that job, like, I kind of got it because I wanted to work on my social skills, actually. Like, it's I, a good social yeah. skill. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't realize that it would help me with management. Like, because it, their management there is so different than what you would think. And you can literally yeah. see what can be improved. Oh, 100%. 100%. Why'd you give me that look? I'm just surprised that you need to work on your social skills. You don't seem like a person. Oh, yeah, you have good social skills. No, you. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, I don't you know. Said that you, needed, you took that job to work on your social skills, and I was like, wait, what? Well, like. Well, she said that she was shy. Yeah. Well, actually, before. this is kind of funny. So when I was in preschool, <laughs> I was so scared of people like i don't know what i was just so shy mm. and i would go underneath the tables and like uh. lay across the chairs and i would hide from my teachers from my you know that's so sad the other people in my class and i was just scared to talk to people mm. and i almost did not pass preschool because i did not do any learning i just uh. hid <laughs> all the time uh. and i don't know like i remember it was really crazy in middle school i was still like super awkward i was goth girl like i had uh, tony no. hawk shoes you are goth girl? yeah i had tony I hawk shoes I, I could see it putting my heart on the side of my head and i would just like cover half my face i was super insecure like i just wanted to be like you know like the dara diaries or something like it what was that it was something diaries and it was that girl who like looked mad all the time she had like a green oh shirt. it's um, like dara diaries or something yeah she was like my inspiration anything like you know tomboy whatever and then i remember i went to band class because my you know parents forced me to go into band what instrument clarinet clarinet no, i, clarinet. I, I liked right. it though i liked it just not for my brother long. played clarinet. yeah yeah oh. the whole fam played like did band every single one of us I did choir i wanted to do choir uh, this is a funny story too i wanted to do choir so bad and at one point in my life i thought i was really good at singing and i thought for some reason when you sing in the shower that it wouldn't like no one would hear it right i thought i was in a oh no so i sang the star spangled banner as loud as i could and i really thought i did something like i went downstairs all confident i'm, and I'm like whatever and i didn't realize everyone was downstairs ready to have dinner <laughs> <laughs> so i get to oh, the table shit. everyone's just like looking at me smirking and then they're like you're not do you think wear. you're good <laughs> and, I was like, and i seriously you're to this like, day i like, cannot sing in front of people uh, like people are like oh i can change you and i'm like no like i can speak the word i remember that one time it was like it was late and holly was sleeping over at mason lake and it was like when you would both like sleep in the twin bed you know yeah. and one night <laughs> we were it was super late we were staying up and she was like let's like sing for each other and like see how like we feel or whatever well, I sang for her, and I remember her like literally being like, "Ellie, you suck." <laughs> and no, being, humbling. And I was like, uh, "What?" No, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm gonna be 80 fucking years old, and I'm still gonna be like, I can't sing in front of you. But I don't care. So if you like to sing, so I can't sing. John can't yeah, sing. Yeah, I can't sing either. But I love to sing. Yeah, I like singing to myself, but I think like I just like to sing. It makes me happy. Yeah, can I, I can't like if we're blasting music in the car, I can probably like you know belt out some whatever. I have to like, but it's Make not sure it's quiet, like so it's no not like a full-on like okay i'm gonna give you my full-on real voice yeah like never, no i no. can't because when i'm honestly like when i'm in the car 
and I'm with someone that's like trying to sing the song, yeah. I get so uncomfortable. Yeah, whole body and I'm like stop, stop, stop. And they can yep. be really good. It's just like I get uncomfortable and I really don't know why. Really? So if we're in the car together and I'm singing away, yeah, you have anxiety. Yeah, I get really? anxious because it's like. I, I get anxious. It depends on how like, you're like doing it. Like yeah. if you're like just like fucking around and blasting out music. If you're like really music. trying and you. But if you're like, oh. <laughs> then it's like, like uh, okay. Yeah, it's like a fear in like a thing I've noticed over the years that I just don't know like how to handle it because I know that like. It, there's nothing wrong with me trying to sing, but like, like I feel the full body like embarrassment. Like it's like me when people cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I used to be so good with people crying. I'd, I'd be able to console them, and no. now I'm just like, okay. So do you want like a napkin? It's like you want to go in your room, and then we'll talk about this when you're done. <laughs> I just mostly like yell them, and I'm like, why are we crying? There's literally no point of crying. It's wait, it's a waste of time. It's yeah. not solving any of your issues. And they're like, Ellie, what's Sometimes wrong with you? Sometimes it's really good to get a cry out, though. It is good. Yeah, yeah. it, really is. it is. I did that at the when I was working at the sack a couple days ago. I went into, I had to like do a lot of like lifting, and I was sweating. And I was putting all these chairs on like a rack and then a chain caught to them and 20 oh. of the chairs fell. Oh. And I just looked at it and I went to the end of the tunnel and I just cried. And I, <laughs> I haven't like full blown cried in like a month. A minute? Yeah, like a month or so. And so when I did that, I was like, okay, I needed that. It's fine. And then I had a great day. So I will like, say like, there's times like every once in a while, like when I do cry, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that. I feel a lot of less, yeah. less stress. Rocked, but when you do, you know, I know something's wrong. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how John knows. Yeah. Something's going down. I feel like if you don't... Like cry, when I called you for my car. <laughs> well, yeah, but when, you're, when your daughter calls you and normally texts you at a weird time of the day, I'm like, something's like... I knew immediately something was wrong. Yeah, I called you at like 7.50. Like, are you dead? Yeah, his literally first words were... What's I don't right? like it when you call me early in the morning. I, don't, I literally, that's the way I answered the phone. I'm like, I don't like I do phone. that to my dad unintentionally, and I don't realize, like, the stress I probably put on him when I just call him out of the blue, and then I, he doesn't answer, and then he'll call me back, leave me voicemails. <laughs> but I remember this time, it was, like, my sophomore year, I was at Davenport, and I was, like, really struggling with anxiety, mm -hmm. and I was just, like, crying every single day. I was just, I would call him crying, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, whatever. Instead of, like... He grew up in the era where there was no internet, so like he learned from books. So mm -hmm. he got me a book that said uh, how to be happy, uh, and that I'm was dead. my Christmas present. But that's I thought so it was, funny. I thought it was so he funny because honestly, that right. meant something to me because sure. that's how. Yeah, right. he tried, he's right? funny. Yeah, he my did, brother got me. You didn't, did, read, um, you didn't read the book. book did you? No, <laughs> I honestly I glanced at it because I'm like maybe they have some good advice. But like, Ooh. wait though, there is a really great book called The Happiness Advantage. Okay. I told her to start I, reading. I, I, I told her to start reading Gabrielle's. Oh my gosh! No, Happy Days. First. Happy yeah. Days. Yeah, Gabby Bernstein wrote "The Universe Has Your Back" and "Happy Days," both mm -hmm. really great books. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably Universe. You strike me as the Universe. You said back. Universe first, and then Happy Days. Like Universe is like a higher being. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy story. So I grew up as Catholic, okay. and I went to a Catholic school, and I didn't really like have a choice with that, and. I was just very confused because they would tell me the Bible and they would preach that and I learned all about religion and I just did not understand like why I was being taught that. And so then I got confirmed and I was just like, you know, this doesn't really speak to me. And so for probably the last like 
five or six years, I've just been like, I thought I was atheist and I'm like, I just don't believe in anything. And then this past year, I started thinking about like the universe and how powerful it is. And I just put my full trust in the universe having this plan for me. And honestly, that has helped my anxiety so much. And it sounds like, oh, the universe, what is the universe, whatever. But like putting your trust in something and, you know, thinking that. I will say like, ever since I did get alopecia, like I will say that was like one of the things that I looked for. I was like, okay, no, like even if it is like the universe or it is yeah. God or like whatever, I was like, this is most likely meant to happen in yeah. my life. Cause I obviously probably got too comfortable with my hair. Yeah. Well, and I then, truly believe that everything that you go through that, you know, negatively impacts you or it does not go the way you want is has truly, yeah, it has like a lesson that you're supposed to be taught right. so that you yeah. can be the person that the universe has in mind for you at mm -hmm. the end of it. And that has helped me a lot, just finding lessons yeah. in everything. I have two mantras. The universe is for me. I cannot fail because the universe has my back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I went through a very religious background too. And John started at church. I did. I started the church. Yeah, I had to alter serve. I had to do the whole thing. Yeah. And some of it, some of it resonates still with me and mm -hmm. some of it I poke a lot I of agree. holes in, you know, and I can't yeah. quite see like, like, wait a minute, there's 8 million people in the world, you know, like, yeah. so it's bigger than, mm -hmm. you know, just Catholicism. It's bigger than Christian reform. It's bigger than baptism. It's bigger than Muslim, right? right? It's like, mm -hmm. God's bigger than that. So I think you would absolutely love Gabby Bernstein. I think you would yeah, like send her a lot. me the link to yeah, that because I, I would love to read that. Yeah, you love you would love that. And it's asking, it's trusting, and it starts to go into a little bit of manifestation too. Which, I love uh, manifestation. Yeah. I truly think that because, like, if you live your life believing something like a manifest of something that you want to come in your life, like if you believe it's already in your life, it's mm -hmm. gonna come. Right. Because you're acting, you're only seeing things and taking in experiences that align with that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. No, I completely agree with you. I have a manifestation movie, so I don't have a vision board. I have a manifestation. I have a vision movie. board. You do. So I just made one. So I'll teach you how to turn it into a movie. Okay. So I watch. So take your board and you turn it to a movie and you just watch the movie. Like it's of like all the pictures you have. Like whatever you want, okay. you can form it whatever you want. I put it to music, so I it's two minutes long, but I watch it almost every single day. I it's like things that. that I want in my life, things that I don't want in my life. So yeah. whatever's not serving my higher self, yeah. I put in there like okay, these things I don't want in my life. These things. I want my life is dope I do dope shit yeah like that's in my part yeah. of my that's no. your subconscious mind too and then it's like no my life is good and I'm gonna do fun yeah. things right yeah so yeah it's manifestation and it's also speaking into your subconscious mind and and how your subconscious mind hears it mm -hmm. and then believes it to be true yeah yeah I thought like I was thinking about this the other day but I realized that I put a lot of trust in the people around me to tell me what I need to hear. Mm. And, but like, they don't know what I need to hear. And so I would get, I would put all this pressure on my friends to act a certain way and whatever. And I would just feel like, you know, I still didn't have that self-confidence. Mm. And I do this thing where like, I write like my gratitude for that day. And it's not just like things that worked well, but things that I did that, you know, put me closer to mm -hmm. achieving my goals and like, you know, good moments that made me feel good. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that, I just write things that like I wish someone would tell me. Mm, and right. that really speaks to me. And it's weird because you wouldn't think so. And oh, no, I, I write that. to myself like, mm -hmm. I love you. I love you. And <laughs> and like it sounds BFFs so everyone. like 
you know, cliche or like, you know, cheesy, but the more I do it, the more I truly am like, I love myself. I, I've written, I have a love letter in my phone that I've written to myself. Yeah. No, me too. And then I've wrote two letters to the universe, like, dear universe, thank you so much for the things, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. I've done very similar things in my notes. Like every year for like my new year thing, like I write like a letter to myself of like what I didn't like that I did that year and what I want to change for that next year. And then it's like, I'm thankful for the growth that I did have because I started as this and now I've done this. So, well, I ask myself, what's not serving my higher self, right? Yeah. What in the past is not, or what in the present life right now is not serving my higher self. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the same, same thing. I thought, okay. So a couple like weeks ago, I realized this thing where like when someone asks you to go hang out with them or do something and deeply in your body, you're like, I don't want to do that. Like when I go to work, like when I have a eight hour shift, like, I'm like, I don't want to do that. But like when you get asked to hang out with people and you know, deep down, like they're not, you're not going to have a good time. Like you have have a good time, but I'm not going to have a good time. time. You have the ability to say no. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to like respect yourself more because now Mm -hmm. you're taking that time to have like alone time with yourself. And I used to always say yes. Mm -hmm. And I would be miserable the entire time. And I'm like, why do I feel this way? I'm jealous that you learned that lesson so young because it is hard to like not to not do something I don't want to do is hard. And then when my energies don't align. So if I'm sitting around the table right now and I have anxiety, mm-hmm. you're not my person. Like yeah. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Like yeah. I can, my, I'm so cautious of my energy yeah. and I can feel it right away. And if our energies don't align and you're disrupting my energy, Yeah, no, that's crazy because I felt like the more time I spent with myself to understand who I am, it's so easy to identify like, yeah, I don't want that person Mm -hmm. in my life anymore or that person's not serving who I want to become. Right. Yeah. Bless them. Wish them well. Yeah. Right. right. It's, not it's no hardship, but, but peace you're, out. You're yeah. not the person that I yeah. need in my life or yeah. the energy. Not everybody deserves well, Wait. Not, not everybody deserves a seat at your table. Yes. Your energy is so powerful that not everyone deserves a piece of it. Something else, Dr. Joe Dispensier wrote a book called Becoming Supernatural. That's mm-hmm. another book that you should read, but it's also about manifestation. And he talks about manifestation. That time is early in the morning. So like right before you're kind of waking up and you're not totally, that's the time when you start um, being thankful for whatever it is that you have in your life that you're manifesting in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also time to your gratitudes. So I tried to like before I wake up, I start seeing myself in the life that I'm manifesting, the things that I desire, not want. I think desire is different than want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sit and I just start running through gratitude and not like little stuff right yeah like, thanks for the air thanks for right. clothes yeah. thanks that i have a bed to sleep in. yeah thanks for, right. for my first world problems all mm-hmm. of those things so i try to like get a, and then sometimes i try to do that before i go to sleep because i think that if you go to bed reminiscing of all the shitty things that happened all day your sheet sleeps shitty that's yeah. the crazy thing when i started writing like the things that closely align me to my goals and stuff like that like I would have a bad day and I would, you know, start writing that and being like, today was really bad. I'm surprised that there will be good in today. And then I'll have a whole sheet of paper full of good things. And I'm like, wow, like Mm -hmm. this person and I connected really well. Like this It could be like the smallest little things. And that helps so much. Mm -hmm. Gratitude of it, not the shit that happened. I tell you, forget about the stub your toe when you're looking at all the grateful things that happened for you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Because well, I there's no gratitude to... in my car breaking in, so yeah. I'm going to say that right now, so fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some yeah. things that are meant to test you, though, because I feel like those things... I lost things... my hair. <laughs> I don't, you know... But, like, you I will say that, it's taught though. me to work with insurance. <laughs> yeah, like, I think those hardships, like, it gives you the opportunity to just, like, own it, you know? Yeah. And, like, there's people that look at you and they're like wow like i respect the fuck out of her and you have mm. no idea but like you that hardship is meant to teach you like man this sucks but like well how can i make this better right like i i think about you know my puppy died and then i have a f- person in my life that's causing me a lot of pain like we're going to court and stuff like that so sometimes i look at it you can look at it like okay and i have like okay universe god like why am I going through this hardship? Like, mm-hmm. my puppy, right. Bruno made everybody happy. I like, why take a dog that everybody's yeah. happy, right? And I'm I'm not a, I'm not Mother Teresa, but I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> and why does this person, like, cause me so much pain, right? So you're 100% right, Stephanie. Like, it is about the lessons. And, and even more so is, like, wishing somebody well, right? Like, mm-hmm. I wish you well. And not, like, I wish you well in hell. Yeah, like, being the bigger person. Like, right. I don't know when people have done me wrong and I like look back at it I'm just like like what made them want to do that but Mm -hmm. I don't know to give them that like grace and being like you know what like I'm thankful that you taught me that hard lesson Mm -hmm. because I would have never got that elsewhere right I don't know well that and just like being like okay you showed me who you are yeah thank you but it's so my hardest thing for me is that once I choose you, I'm the most loyal person ever. Yeah. I will literally, you know, worship we'll do anything the ground. For, I would say yeah. that's me. I'm like, and I'll do anything sucks. for you. It's like a good and You get attached. Thing. But yes. I've learned how to, like, realize that they're not good for me because I have a hard time walking away from people right. when they truly don't, you know, serve me. I got in much better at that if you're not serving my higher self yeah because it would be disrespecting yourself and who you want to be like and it's literally like like a tug of war battle Mm -hmm. of like they're trying to pull you back Mm -hmm. and you're trying to move forward but like cutting that rope is what's going to help you go forward right 100 percent. i could say that when i was dealing with my anxiety really badly like i didn't do any of these practices i didn't even Mm -hmm. When I thought of saying I love you to myself, I thought that was a joke and manifestation. And then once I started introducing that into my life, it's like I have so much more clarity and understanding of how I feel. And like, I don't know, I love that clarity because I I begged for it. I'm like, I wish I could understand how I feel. And now it's like having that ground. I'm super jealous that you can learn that so young because it really truly is when you love yourself and you care for yourself you then can care for other and you don't give a shit when you don't need somebody in your life where you're like why don't you like me right yeah you want to be my friend Mm -hmm. of like i don't give a shit if you want to be my friend right so that that's a really beautiful place to be yeah because i would say like i'm goofy i'm weird you never know what you're getting yourself into when you're talking to me and that used to create a lot of anxiety for me because i would talk to people and i would overshare i would leave and i'd be like oh my gosh i just told them this they're going to tell this person then it's going to spread and like that's like that nice anxiety of like okay you need to hold my whole entire life before we get to know friends (laughs) and the more that i sat back and i appreciated the fact that like i'm able to connect with like an abundance amount of people mm-hmm. rather than just Without like a few people story yeah like i connect with people that have completely different views than mm-hmm. me but like we're able to connect on the aspect of just being a good human right but in 
I think Stephanie that you'll attract those your goofiness and that will resonate with people and you'll attract those yeah. people and you want to attract your right tribe right? right those that but also when you're bright your light's really bright which I believe your light's bright people want to be mine's dim no you're <laughs> not, I'm just kidding true. that's not true <laughs> people want to be next to you yeah but then this but then Again, not everybody deserves to be a seat at your table, right? So yeah. just because I want to be next to you doesn't mean, you know, that girls or right. boys or whatever the relationship is. Like I want to, like I want to be your friend. You're super fucking cool. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean like how can you add value to my life? That is what kind I of thought. like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm careful. There's times when I want to help people, but that doesn't yeah. mean you're a seat at my. It's like sit yeah. down. Well, I'll help you for a little while, but that doesn't mean that you get to suck me dry for the rest right. of my life. Right. Yes. And I, it's funny you said that because I do believe like if you're gonna be in my world, we're gonna be friends. Yeah. Then it doesn't mean that I just sit and listen to you every single day right. about your problems. I was like, it's got to go yeah. back and forth. If yeah. I've got, right. If I've got a problem in the middle of the fucking night and I call you, you better not be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was in Walgreens. Right. Yeah, like, you, know? you gotta, you yeah, know? You, so it's not like a one-way street. Yeah. I'm super cautious about that too, about not only who gets a seat at my table. But like, how do people respond in your hardships and like when you need them? I would say yeah. if you like full on, that's my thing. It's like if I if I text you or something, because I don't text many people with my issues. <laughs> but if I text you with my issues and you don't respond to me, then you obviously don't give two shits. Yeah, right. I agree. Right, it's, got a, it's more than just right. It's a one way street, it's mm -hmm. not a one way street. I love that for you, that's great. Thank You're you. gonna love. You absolutely love Gabby Bernstein's okay. work. She would Good. love your house. I've been looking. I have this app called Head. She would love your house. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a meditation room. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I've been trying. So I realized this a couple months ago, and like I'm approaching graduation in December, and I realized I've never thought of the life that I want for myself because I just could never believe that I could achieve anything. I'm like, I'm just gonna go through the motions. I never I'm thought so of the future. Yeah, and so now I'm like, you know, connecting with myself, seeing what I truly, like what truly brings me happiness. And I'm like starting to think of that future mm -hmm. of like what I need, what I wanna what be surrounded want. by. And I didn't realize like not being able to think about that was just like me not being able to love myself or appreciate mm -hmm. the things that I did. Cause I had no right. idea what I wanted to do. I knew I played volleyball and I like playing volleyball, but like right. once I graduate, like what that's the pretty much done. To do? You can coach, but like, it's, I hate right. coaching. Cause it's like, you're literally right there. It's like, like, I was gonna say, you wanna, it's like me watching like people play basketball. Yeah. Like you, yeah, I like, just wanna go on the court and yeah. do it for you. Yeah, no, and my standards are so high with the people that I coach because I'm like, you have to have that drive. Right. Like, you know, just work hard. That's all I ask for. And there are so many people out in this world that will I just will go say, through the motions. Yeah, ever since working like in retail, just in general, I've seen like, oh my God, like. I don't think I've ever seen so many people like be undriven or even just yeah. like stupid. It's because I'm like, people how do you don't not? have faith. They don't put their faith in anything right. and they also don't, I've realized the more I've become self-aware and self-reflective, like there's so many people that don't do that. Like they oh, really 100%. don't even, even Give when I had shits. anxiety and I didn't really mindfully self-reflect, like I still was overthinking everything. Oh, 100%. People truly just live and they don't just think live about in the how, day and just do yeah. what the fuck they want to do. And I'm like over here. I'm like, I wake up with a panic attack every morning. <laughs> Why am I waking up with a panic I mean, attack? You don't have to. 
Well, that's the thing is like, I don't well, know why. To be because honest, there's so many times where I'll wake up and like my heart will be racing. And yeah. I'm like, why the fuck is my heart racing? I have nothing to be worried right. about right yeah. now. Right. What? No, the better question is, is why are you self-sabotaging your happiness? Yeah. That's the question I, because I start to get panicked, right? Like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, wait a minute. Everything's great. Why am I self-sabotaging my happiness? Because you feel right like deep down, a lot of time I find that it's because I don't believe I deserve it. Right. I'm like, well, that and like I'm used to like, okay, this how, sure. like, this is how many months, like, it's been until like this has happened usually around this time something happens so i'm like okay hyper aware of like okay this is gonna happen something yeah. bad's gonna happen it's been going well yeah, way too well that, but you can't call that into the universe well that's what i'm saying but i mean that's instantly where like my panic no, attack goes i recently thought of that too because i feel like in my life there's been some hard things in the past year but for the most part it's been pretty good and so i you're like waiting for to that think, to like i'm like what is going to be that detrimental thing that yeah. just like hits me think like okay so whatever that happens, now you're better equipped to be happy and be able to through, handle it, right? Like, yeah. Okay. I think in the long run, of, yes, but I mean, because your hair, okay, you lose your hair, very, very traumatic, right? Very but, traumatic. but, but your life, especially is, at the age too, so depressing. Like, but your life is good. Yeah. I mean, really, you're like so outside of that. So, um, did my puppy die? Absolutely. Outside of that, is there joy? Um, my deck is named Tushita and Tushita is a Buddhist word it's a heaven your deck it's my, not my, named Tushita he has a quote on his deck we're not naming what, everything like you have John Dorn patio yeah oh okay yeah. okay no, which I need no. to I thought it was like a tarot card deck. I need like, to, oh, I need to repaint that <laughs> you do yeah of course you want to give me a tarot <laughs> so reading of oh dude he's given like me and Haley and honestly surprisingly mm. well it's been I, it's Jacob you should son. you should give me some oh, more Why I literally when I'm scrolling through TikTok my whole algorithm right now is just tarot readers well and it sucks too because like you just never know like how things play out like how things play out but then also like just like you get the scammer ones who just do it for like bullshit well i recently like like, it's so hard to this experience where like this person was really important to me and i felt very like influenced and then it just came to abrupt Holt and I like yeah. we separated and I used like those tarot readers like to give me that closure I never got but honestly I think it's beautiful when you don't get closure because you can kind of give yourself your own closure that kind of you know builds you to your next phase I would say it builds your confidence um some people come in your life for a season and oh I know who you're talking that, about but then like when you skyrocket you let like the like greatly people fall off yeah so when you're rising above it Well, I realize like the people that have like suddenly left my life, it's because for the most part, I noticed that they weren't serving me and that I didn't feel relatively good when I'm around them. And I do believe that the universe was like, okay, like we've given you so many signs. Like even though like it sucked during it. Like, I will say, like, yeah, okay, that was a sign. Yeah. Like, okay, if you were giving me these signs, like, obviously something's got to change. Right. Like, okay. Rejection is protection. I agree. So, yeah. Like, when you when somebody leaves your life, you just got to, like... Okay, or even, like, when something that you really worked hard towards, like, and you don't get that, and you're like, why didn't I get what I want? Like, mm-hmm. I worked so hard for it. Like, it's I did all these things. something better is right. coming your right. way or more, like, right. aligned with what right. is meant for you. Can I tell you about my deck is called Tushita. Okay. We're not naming everything you have. What? You want to name your couch Freddy? It's like an energy. Like you name that energy. Do you want to know what it means? What? The place of joy. I love that. I do love that. So even like I lose my puppy. I lose it. Like we have, you still can find joy in. I will say like 
when all of that did happen, it, we sat on the deck a lot. We yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. You have to find joy. And there's, you can still find joy in practice. I remember the first yeah. time, like, when I shaved my head, I didn't tell John. Oh, my God. I cried like a... <laughs> oh, so hard, her walking in the door. Okay, I, okay, I, still can, I still can picture you walking in the door. Really? Oh, yeah. Was she so, glowing, though? She was happy, but that was a pretty... That was it was a dramatic. It, it was intense. Dramatic. I did watch that video on your Instagram when I first followed you on Instagram. I I stalked. It you. happened <laughs> within like 24 hours. Yeah. Though. Like I, I literally was on TikTok and I was like, my hair is falling out. You know, like that kind of fucking sucks. Because at that point, like hair was just getting everywhere. Like no matter what I did, like no matter what hairstyle I did, I'm like I either look sick or like my hair is just falling out. And so I was on TikTok and that Chloe girl popped up or whatever and she had like her own website and had like headband wigs so it was like you couldn't see like the lace or anything so I was like oh okay like I could do that and I remember I walked up to Shane and I was like I want to shave my head and she was like what because I literally walked up like this how you haven't you've seen the inside of mom's house Mm -hmm. so like I walked up the stairs and like her chair's right here and so I'm literally like right here and I was like I want to shave my head and she's like wait what and I was like I think I want to shave my head and she was like well how do, how, do, how do you do that? Like, what do you, what do we do? <laughs> and I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, right. I was like, I just want to shave my head. Yeah. And she was like, okay, well, like Sorry. I'll text Amy and see if she's available or whatever. And she texted Amy and then she was like, yeah, I can do it the next morning at like nine 30. And I was like, all right, got there. And she didn't tell me she came walking in the door. She did. I literally, I got know. there and I was like, all right, I'm ready. And she's like, you sure you want to do this? And I was like, honestly, at this point, like it's all falling out. Like there's no way of helping it. Yeah. And so she did it. And I remember like Shane started crying because she was like, I haven't seen, like, I've never seen your head before because like when we adopted you, like you had hair. You want to know something funny that I just thought about? So I was working with last week and He's from Kenya. Yeah. I, but like, I, I remember that you told me you were adopted and I was talking to Prince and I was like, yeah, you're adopted, right? Like, I don't know how it got brought up, but I was like, you're adopted, right? And he was like, so taken back. He's like, no. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, oh shit, that was Ellie. <laughs> oh shit, that was He's like, I just found that out. Like I literally, I worked with Prince. So cool. I, love I worked with kid. Prince Friday and Saturday and like him and Vibe, it's like, we've always vibed. Like I've never had yeah. like an issue with them. Like besides He him. is so wise at such a young age. Age, and I always he admire is. He's very wise. people who are young mm-hmm. and are wise because so many people spend like the better most of their childhood just trying to conform with everyone else, like all their friends. So yeah. are you both. So are you. I, I, I try because I spent so much time like projecting this image of myself that I thought was protecting me and keeping me like, you know, liked by everyone. And I hated feeling that way. I hate being fake. I hate having conversations that are short. Like if you listen to what Ellie and I talk about at work, it's nothing to do with like no. short talk. Like it's no. just, it's like a full on like know, deep we'll conversation. Philosophy, like, yep. and I adore yeah, those conversations. Same. I don't, I only, I don't have time for conversations about the weather. It just well, makes I me like, uncomfortable. Yeah, no. When and I'm the, able to do it, I just, I hate it. And I feel like I don't truly connect with someone when it's not about something. Yeah. I love talking to people about shit they've gone through. That's been well, it's hard. Like even like the amount of people that I've had conversations with just even for like my hair yeah. or something like the way that they've told me, like, they're like, Oh, you know, like my daughter's actually yeah. just got diagnosed with whatever. And she's losing her hair. So I give you so much props for mm. going bald. It's so like the amount of like times like that. I'm like, okay, that's nice to know. That, like, and that's another thing that I believe that when something really shitty comes in your life and yeah. it's like really hard to get through, like I believe that it's 
given you this opportunity to talk to people and connect with people that have yeah. also gone through something similar. Cause it's I like, also feel like it's karma though for me. Why? I, well, so I told you that. Who I used to work with that when I first wait when I first fucked up. Wait, you think that you lost your hair because of karma? I think a little bit. I think part no. of it is. No, no I believe no. that your life plan and like the shit that you go through is already mapped out for you before you're even born. But like, that's a thing. So like, okay, I used why, to make... What, so is karma to me is... is no, but I used to make karma. fun of like who I used to work with at Target. And <laughs> she had alopecia. And I used to... Like get your bald ass over here, you bald like whatever. Karma. So I was like mean. So I'm like, okay, if that was karma, then to the detraining. I so, think it's convenience too. It's just yeah. like I would understand why you feel yeah. that way. But I don't like like oh you made fun of her hair, so now I'm gonna make you. Yeah, I feel hair? like th- I feel like that's how it went. No, because no. if that was true, half this world would be living Seriously. with like the worst things because yeah, so right. many people are judgmental. Right. That's true. Right. And like just because you had a moment in time where you found humor out of it, like I don't believe that karma finds you. I feel like karma finds you when you can't like when you don't reflect on something like if you don't reflect on right. a, like a negative behavior you've had right. it's like yeah, okay if that. you're not going to see it's just like when they then take someone out of you. your life like right. they're so. like okay i'm going to show you something that's going to have to make you sit down and think like right you know yeah I could and that. i think there's lesson like nothing goes away until you've learned the lesson that you're supposed to learn right, right. so there's a lesson for you in this i've it's learned not, my lesson not, give me my hair back we've all made fun like you know like we've all done. My hair's growing back, everyone. Just want to let you know. It's, it's beautiful. It is, it is I touch coming. it every day at work. It is coming back. It's very soft. It's dark and it's <laughs> awkward. I've been telling her to sell it for like five bucks, you know? <laughs> okay, pause everyone. We now have the secret you've been all been waiting for after talking about manifestation. <laughs> we have our nice Don't Tell Dad secret by Stephanie. Yeah, so I was thinking about this for like weeks because I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say because my dad is 68 years old. He doesn't have any form of social media. Like, and he only has an iPhone so he can FaceTime us. The fact that he's 68 just yeah. makes me so happy. I know, I know. <laughs> I love that. He's like a grandpa. Like he I acts like a grandpa. And I remember when I was like five, I'm like, dad, you're a grandpa. And he's like, are you pregnant? How old were they when they had you? <laughs> my dad was like 48 and my okay. mom was like 39. So yeah. I could still be a dad. John, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, they were pretty pretty old. But that's the crazy thing. I think I've always, you know, felt really crappy about having older parents because I see all these kids and they have, you know, parents that can completely connect with them. I will say that was like my number them. one thing. Like even just like I mean, like my parents dropped me off. I was like, oh, like it's kind of like an embarrassment. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No. Not really you. Yeah. That I'm old? No, um, no, 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 not really, not really you, because I don't really feel like you dropped me off at friend's back, house, but I feel like backtracking right now, backpedaling. No. Like you dropped me off at friend's house, but I feel like mom did most of the dropping off at friend's house. You're smoking crack. Okay. Uh, yeah. So when I was thinking this, I'm like, okay, so my dad's never gonna hear of it, like whatever. But I know like people will listen, and I'm like, okay, I have to keep yeah, this PG. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so there was this one time we were at my dad's house and we had this hamster called Poochie. And Poochie. I adored this mm-hmm. thing. And color. you couldn't, like, I love dogs. So I, you know, kind of viewed it like a dog. And I'm like, I want to touch this thing. I want to bring it out of the cage. And the only way my dad would let me bring it out of the cage was in this hamster ball. Oh, the time, nice little, yep. Yeah, and I did not close, like, the door all the way. Oh. And literally as soon as the hamster saw its escape, it just 
darted Booked for the it. vent. It went <gasps> in the vent. It just went straight in there. And so I saw it. It was just me in there, but my little brother remembers this too. And I just watched it go in the vent. I was like, oh, fuck. You're like, eh, so no. Instead, instead of taking responsibility for it, <laughs> I just let it be. And my dad, I'm pretty sure he assumed that it was his fault that the hamster ran away under his watch. So the next time I went to his house, there's a fucking brand new fucking oh, hamster. Are you kidding? He tried replacing yeah, it? And I knew it wasn't the same hamster. And but it was a dwarf hamster. It was the most generic one. So I was like, oh, okay. Like but like I never told him and he's still to this day. He probably wouldn't even remember, but like I he think that's so funny. That, oh. He yeah, tried like, replacing so the hamster. Yeah. He bought a new hamster. It was there. And I was like cute and kind of Yeah. Nice. No, he does shit like that all the time. Really? He's like super he's just sweet. like a very yeah, sweet guy. Like and he, I don't know, I it, this is crazy too. I At Davenport, there's this assistant coach for football who was my dad's college roommate. Isn't oh, that dude, that's world? weird. Yeah, and like my dad's whole like childhood, like, you know, upbringing, completely a mystery to me because that man will never take the time really? to talk about himself. He only wants to hear about you. And that's why I adore him so much because he's just such like, uh, yeah. And so- Oh, I, he sounds like a cutie. I feel like I need to meet him. <laughs> he's this old guy. And uh, so this coach, he, he knew, he saw my last name and he was like, holy fuck, like Kalinowski, like the only Kalinowski I know is Steve. And that was my roommate, like what? And so he was trying to wow. find me for like a year. And I found out from my teammates that he was asking my teammates like, hey, do you know Steph? And they're like, yeah, like she's our teammate, whatever. Wow. And then randomly last fall, I was at the dining hall for preseason and he's like, are you Stephanie Kalinowski? And I was like, yeah, who are you? <laughs> and he's like, on Bart, like I was. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> and so over time, like I don't see him that much, but I wow. will see him here and there. And I will just ask him so many questions about my dad. I'm like, yeah. so how was he in college? Yeah. He like, I was like, he's like your inner way to get yeah. into it. And I don't know. I, I think I was supposed to meet him for yeah. sure because he never talked to my dad after college. Like, and so after him and I connected, they ended up talking and he ended up coming he to one did? of my yeah and he came to one of my games with my dad and Aww. then another of their roommates and they reconnected that's and so cute even now like I, that time i kind of had to force it but right they went to a they tailgated a michigan state football oh my God, game that's adorable and they, hang out they did that on their own with like all the roommates wow. and Aww. it's just so cute because like they i can tell that that was like the peak of their life like they felt so happy wow. they, that was the coolest thing they've done and so I I don't know. I feel blessed that I was yeah. able to connect them and force right. them because they're so cool. you know they're old. They're like they're oh I gotta go to work. I gotta they're not that well, old. <laughs> John, you're getting up there. Sixty. What are you, John? It's not important. We can yeah. cut it out. We're, I think you were fifty-seven. That's so cute. It's not important. I think it's fifty-seven. <laughs> I mean, my mom's turning sixty this year, and I know, man, that's got to be hard for her because fifty. I want to say I want to say my mom's turn. Shane's turning sixty. Wait, your mom right? is seventeen years younger than your dad. No. 69. Oh, oh. 60 and then 68. Oh. Okay. And then, yeah, 50, my dad will be. 50. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. like okay. nine years. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I know. And uh, I don't know anything really about their love story. Uh, so if your dad listened to this podcast right now, it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, right? I mean, he, no. I think he'd find he'd it. He'd be funny. so proud of you. I, I think it's so crazy because. I think he'd be super proud of I you. I know. I. I think if I, I would have to send him, the, send link him the link and then help him make a whole Spotify account. Where does he like, live? No, you know what we can do 
is we will send him the MP3 like through Dropbox or something like that, so he doesn't have to do the whole account. We can figure it. We can get him this. We can yeah. get him to listen. No, because like I, I don't. He has no idea how much I adore him because like I gave him crap for so long, and I was just that teenage like that couldn't appreciate him. But he, I, I completely admire the fact that he will always give to other people and he will always listen to other people and be there for them. But he won't talk about himself. I need you to do me a favor. Okay. I just want you to grab a little tiny note card, and I just want you to write that down. Not long, just like, Dad, this is what, Yeah. this is, and just mail it to him. I guarantee you, you will make his life. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this big, long letter. No. Where does he live? Like, card, little card. Like, Downriver. Like, he lives in, like, Brownstown. Down. Sorry, I I associate because I used to live downriver, like New What's Boston. Okay. Um, it's by the Metro Airport in Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I just call it downriver. Well, I mean, it makes sense now that yeah. yeah. Downriver to us is Aspen and Carbondale. Yeah, Colorado. I know. Yeah, I that's what I. That's that's when I started telling people, I'm like, down yeah, river. so I was born and raised downriver, and they're like, in, what? Well, like, said, like she said that, and then I was like, wait, yeah. you're from Colorado? <laughs> no. That's, yeah. I suppose everybody probably uses Downriver, right? So, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I've been so excited. We'll have you on again. Yes, we'll on again. please. I would love this. And thank you, everyone, for joining, and we appreciate listening. And follow us on TikTok, Instagram, email us at shh, don't tell dad. Until next time. Peace out.